Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I'm joined in the studio for all four segments of this show by Christy Valley. Yes. Who is my new business partner, and I'm so happy to have her here. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry that is typical with life's biggest investments. Anytime we invest a lot of money, we're afraid we're going to make mistakes. In fact, I've made a few in my life in terms of investing in things that did not make sense. And so we want to make sure that you know everything you need to know before you make those decisions. We also want to connect with you, and it is easy. You can go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S-radio.com. Ask questions, make comments, push back, share your ideas with us if you want to, or request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. So if you are a seller of a property or a buyer of a property, you would be trying to figure out, okay, this, I want a gym in a home. This home has a gym. Does that make the home worth more money? Well, we got a listener question from Pat and Sally in Lawrenceville says it, it, it's a new year. And like many, we are making those new year's resolutions. One is whether or not to join a gym or build one in our home. Do you have any thoughts on whether or not an in-home gym brings value when selling now off air i ask you this question Mm -hmm. and your answer was fast i mean it was like quick draw boom you just answered the question so what is your answer and then i changed my answer you did (laughs) did you say yes originally no i said no yes i don't think a home gym adds value but the having the additional space available to use however you want is going to add value to you. So I'm going to back up and ask it differently. Could, by the way, I agree that a gym inside a home, a home gym does not necessarily add value that everybody recognizes. Mm -hmm. But let's just say, for example, you found a buyer who that's what they wanted. That's what he or she wanted was a gym in the basement or maybe above the garage or something like that. Is it possible that it would add value for a particular consumer? Sure. So the issue is that it wouldn't add value for all consumers. And that's what we have to really be careful of. Have you ever had a gym in your home? I have one in my home. You have a gym in your home? Yes. Does it get used a lot? And I have a gym membership. Good. And do either one of those get used as much (laughs) as they should? The gym membership gets used a little bit more because I'm paying for it. So it makes me want to go because I'm actually paying it. And the home gym is more of... It came with the house, actually. Oh, it did. So it was. Did you pay there. extra for it? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might have. We need to go back and research to see if you paid a premium. <laughs> How long have you lived in this house? A few years. Uh, 2018. Oh, 2018. So thir- four years. Yes. Four years. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I have had lots of exercise equipment in my house over the years, and I'm going to make a blanket statement, and that is, I have never gotten good use out of any of it. Now, I love to get out and walk. Yeah. I love to get out and walk. I walked three or four miles earlier today, and I love to get out and walk, but I just don't use the stuff that is in my house. So I think for uh, Pat and Sally, I think the answer is no. It doesn't necessarily add. So if you're thinking, should I join a gym or should I add a gym in my home so that I can sell my house for more money when I sell it, that second part, that's not a good reason to do that. Now. Right. Does it mean that you shouldn't add one if if Pat and Sally 
want to have one and they think they would use it, then the reality is they should do it. Right. You know what's interesting is for, for the last 10 or 15 years, for the last 20 years, I would say real estate has become a lot more about the financial return, the financial gain, mm-hmm. buying and selling properties than it has been about um, buying something that you love. I read a survey the other day that said 73% of the home buyers who bought a home during the pandemic feel like they settled. Oh. 73%. Christy, that is like sad. Yeah. And the reality is, you know, we work hard. You work hard. Chris works hard. You've got a couple of kids. That makes it harder. Right. And I'm sorry, we love our kids, yes. but having kids does not make life easier. We got <laughs> stuff to do. We got stuff to deal with. And the reality is, is that home is supposed to be sort of that safe haven for us. Yes. You know, we pull in the driveway and we, we get this relaxed feeling come over us. And it's it's not about the amount of money we make. I, I'll bet you when you're, and when did your dad start in real estate, by the way? Oh, goodness. In the um, late 80s, early 90s? Yes, late 80s. Yeah, so my mother started in 87. Okay. And and I, I don't remember, I, I, I've asked your dad before when it was, but so we've got, you know, 35 years worth of real estate experience or 36 years mm-hmm. on both sides of this. But nobody in the 1970s bought a house thinking how much money they were going to make on it over time. They realized I'm going to buy a house. It's going to be a good, safe place to raise my family, good schools for my kids, and that if I stay here for 20 years or 15 years or however, 30 years, however long the mortgage was amortized, then yeah. I'm going to owe nothing on a house that's worth whatever. And nobody right. thought, I'm going to buy one for 100 It's going to be worth a million. Right. And so what happened is home value started to appreciate so fast that people from 2002 to 2007 sort of used them as a little ATM. Right. And the reality is, I think life is short. And if you want to be in a different place so that you can have a better lifestyle, and and Pat, if you and Sally want to have a gym to have a better lifestyle, I say, who cares if it adds value to the home? You're working hard. You've got commitments at home. So just do what you want to make yourself happy. Anything you want to add in that regard? I think you're right on point. You know, we just, we need our homes to be what's going to fit for our lives and our lifestyle. And whether it's a home gym or a swimming pool or a hot tub, if you're going to be there for a while and you plan on using it and it's going to better your, your own life, yep. do it. Absolutely. Okay. So question, I'll put you on the spot. You didn't know I was going to ask this. Okay. Favorite feature about your home currently. My home. Yep. Um, and don't say the home gym. It's not. Okay, good. It's, it's actually, we have a really great Huge backyard that uh, backs up to, I think it's Swanee Creek. So like a nature area. Yes. So there's nothing behind you. Nothing. So I think I've seen some pictures. Your deck is kind of looking over, looking. you kind of look down yes. on and the area. Yes, we have all kinds of wildlife back there, uh, deer, birds, So interesting. So coyotes. your favorite feature about your house is not the house. Correct. It's so. just the location. So you want to know what my favorite feature is? Sure. My backyard. Isn't that great? My backyard. So I love the fact that I have a big open floor plan. I love the fact that I have a full basement that has an office where I could see outside. I love the fact that we have plenty of room. But my favorite feature of the entire house is the yard. I just absolutely love it. And you know, and uh, many of you who listen to the show know that I'm going to be selling my house sometime this year. I got a divorce a couple of years ago. It's time to sell it and move on somewhere else. And I am going to be 
sad to yeah. leave that yard and to figure out how to recreate it because it's been such a great, almost a source of therapy. If you ever find me out working in the yard on the weekend, it could be I'm in a bad mood and I'm trying to solve my problem by getting out of the yard. I just love it. It has saved me many, many hours of therapy over the years. Let's jump into another subject. But before that, let's recognize the sponsor of this segment, which is the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They're a full-service law firm with 26 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They're everywhere you need them to be. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, contract review, and title insurance matters. They are our preferred closing attorney, and they can be reached by calling 770-497-1880. There's a lot of stuff happening in Metro Atlanta. You go to the airport. Every time you go to the airport, there's something happening. There's always something happening. Atlanta's getting bigger and bigger. There are... Five significant projects, and this is from the Atlanta Business Chronicle, that are going to really reshape the Atlanta suburbs. The first one is the redevelopment of Gwinnett Place Mall. Now, you grew up in Northeast Atlanta. I grew up in Northeast Atlanta. As a teenager, I went to Gwinnett Place Mall because it had just opened. That was the place to be. I drove my car way too fast. <laughs> I think back that I'm surprised I'm still alive as fast as I went down Pleasant Hill Road. But they have crafted a 20-year plan, turning the mall into a mixed-use district with up to 3,800 residential units, offices, shops, restaurants, green space, and a cultural center. If it's pulled off, it will be a $1 billion, one B with a B, $1 billion redevelopment. What do you think about that? I know that place needs to be redeveloped. It does, but it, it is a great location. Amazing location. So, so I cannot wait to see my brother what this looks like. uh, ran a Chick Fil A that was in the mall. Okay. And the issue was, and this was in the maybe nineties, maybe early two thousands, and it just really wasn't safe. Okay. The next one is Doraville City Center. Doraville is a destination for international cuisine. Minority-owned businesses and grocery stores, and there are plans to provide a central place for residents, workers, and visitors to casually interact with one another in Doraville City Center. Gray Television is turning the former GM plant at 285 into a massive film and entertainment campus, and there's already a movie studio there to begin with. The next one is Medley. We... Our radio show studio is in the city of Johns Creek. We could throw a ball two or three times and throw it all the way to the property that is next. It's called Medley. Mark Toro, who was a mixed-use developer who brought Avalon to Alpharetta, has crafted a plan for reimagining the former State Farm campus in Johns Creek, so right around the corner. Nice. It is going to be a, a 42-acre site that will have 750 apartments, 137 townhomes. The next one is East Point Commons. In a few years, East Point could add the largest set of apartments in the city's history. It would add more than 300 apartments, 23 townhomes, 79,000 square feet of commercial. When's the last time you were in East Point? I don't remember. It's been years since I've been there, right there at the airport. What a great location. In fact, as someone who travels to the airport, I would like to be closer yeah. to the airport. North DeKalb Mall is also going to be redeveloped early next year. They're going to turn the 73-acre site at Lawrenceville Highway near Decatur into 1,700 apartments, 100 townhomes, 500,000 square feet of office space, retail space, parks, trails, and a 150-room hotel. Christy, my question for you is, for those who say, we've already got enough traffic, stop building stuff in Metro Atlanta, what are your thoughts? I love that we live in a city that is paying attention to these areas that need to be revitalized. Yep. Can we finish this discussion when we come back next sure. segment? We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, 
We're going to t- feature in our neighborhood uh, spotlight, Amberton and Powder Springs. Also, we're going to cover the traits of a good real estate agent and whether or not there is still profit potential in being a real estate flipper. Stick with us. We've got those subjects and more. We'll be back.